Welcome to Connect to Joy. Your host, Carol Deshane, is an intuitive spiritual guide for practical matters and Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner. Her quest is to help you realize new possibilities, discover and release what holds you back, and enable you to manifest an inspired life filled with joy. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here's your host, Carol Deshane. Welcome, beautiful spirits. Have you ever had someone call you names or pigeonhole you into something you may or may not feel comfortable about? Or maybe you did it to yourself. If you feel like you or someone else has labeled you as a geek, a loser, a parent, lazy, a son or daughter, stupid, a poor or great student, ugly, happy, fat, a criminal, reliable, anorexic, we're not done yet, there's more, enthusiastic, an addict, loyal, selfish, analytical, slow, or good for nothing, as you can tell, these are labels that make us feel bad, but they also sometimes feel good, but they're still labels. Some may be objective and factual, like being a parent or a student, but many are subjective to the person doing the labeling and really are limiting beliefs from their end. But we can feel judged when they tell us these things. And ultimately, we might actually start believing them. And they could hold us back from being the unique, incredible person that we are. Today, we'll look at how labeling can make our brain feel good, believe it or not, how it can mess with our self-confidence, and how it can shape who we are and what we accomplish, how accepting ourselves can change our reality, the gift to give ourselves, how to be uniquely you without negative judgment or excuses, with some tools thrown in there. Five affirmations you can use to feel comfortable being uniquely you, whatever that means to you, and then we'll wrap the whole thing up. Let's start with how labeling can make our brain feel good. And let me start with, this isn't scientific. It's a culmination of life experiences and experiences dealing with my clients. Have you ever felt confused about where you stood in life? Maybe you didn't know how you fit in or you didn't know how to act in a situation or with a person. If we know that the person is a friend, a work colleague, or even a complete stranger, or someone in charge like a teacher, a parent, or a cop, then we might act a certain way with one and a different way with someone else. But without those labels, we might feel lost. I often wonder how someone with amnesia may feel when they don't know who they are or who anyone else is to them. I can only imagine how lost they must feel not knowing how to act or interact with people and what's acceptable. If they don't even know who they are, how can they feel uniquely themselves? Being able to pigeonhole people with labels can make our brain feel calmer and more in control. It can also make us feel superior if we put people down and tag them in what everyone thinks of as negative labels. But how does being labeled make you feel and how can it mess with our self-confidence? First off, You have to figure out how you feel about what someone might say about you. Does it feel positive or negative or somewhere in the middle? And then your brain can decide how to react. Although sometimes it probably feels like it's instantaneous, it might only take a split second for you to feel hurt or worried or whatever. Now, if it's an objective viewpoint, like pointing out that you now are a parent, if you recently had a child, or being labeled as a son, a daughter, 
a grandparent, a student, or, or something like that, you may correct the person if they have an incorrect assumption, but probably won't take anything to heart or worry about it overly. Well, unless they're thinking you're a senior citizen and you're nowhere near there yet, that might kind of hurt your pride and you might feel that it's negative. But if it's a positive label, like being attractive, intelligent, or a good student, you may feel proud. But if it goes against what you already believe about yourself, you might ignore what they say or not believe them and make excuses. <laughs> Have you ever had times when you've heard someone be complimented and the person getting the compliment says something like, oh, this? Oh, this outfit's old, or something equally silly, instead of simply saying, thank you? You did a good job. Well, you know, it was everybody. Thank you. Say thank you and then say what you need to say. Don't put yourself down when you do it. But if it's a negative label, like saying you're ugly or fat or stupid, unreliable, dishonest, or maybe slow, you could feel hurt or depressed. I mean, who wouldn't? And you might get really angry at the person who said it. Think about it the next time you feel judged and someone says something. What exactly did they say? And how did you feel about it? And how did it impact your self-confidence? Just how can what people label us and what they call us shape who we are and what we accomplish? The problem I see with being labeled is that we may tend to believe what other people say, and we could take those things and make them into our reality. If a teacher or your parent tells you that you aren't as smart as a sibling or you're going to be in jail when you get older because they think of you as a troublemaker, not only may you start to believe it after a while, it could become a self-fulfilling prophecy where what they direly warned you about could come true. You expect less of yourself and your reality reflects that. You may not get out of a bad situation or you might attract those people in situations that make your life really miserable, all the while thinking maybe that you don't deserve any better. Those labels can become a limiting belief that holds you back your entire life. On the other hand, a positive labeling can push you in an entirely the other direction if you start to believe it. If you're told you can do anything and be anything you want when you're growing up, you just might accomplish amazing things. Being uniquely you is about allowing yourself to be all the wonderful things you can be, your talents and skills, your knowledge and heart, whatever it is, without letting others and ultimately yourself hold you back. And that can be tough once we get those beliefs and judgments about ourselves stuck in our subconscious. Sometimes we don't even realize we're doing it. What kind of gift is it that you can give to help Weed out those limiting beliefs and judgments that you carry. What kind of tools can you use? And just how can you enjoy being uniquely you without any excuses? First, I want to give you a tool to listen to yourself talk. Do you put yourself down and in what way? When you don't get something right, do you call yourself stupid? Or maybe you say, way to go. Again, you messed it up. Or you can't get anything right. What's the matter with you? If you listen, you'll know what you believe about yourself. Even the most lighthearted comment, if it's said in a joking manner, can be a negative put down about yourself or someone else. It's what your subconscious really goes, yeah, I really meant that elbow, elbow, you know, in the gut. And you may not even realize it. And if you can't catch yourself, 
Listen to those around you so you can train your ear. What do they say? And what does that say about their self-confidence and who they think they are? Be a fly on the wall. Or think of yourself as a step away and a little distant from people when you hear what they say. Just be aware. And after your awareness, and listen to this one, don't judge you or anyone else. Just be aware. And if it's a limiting belief or a judgment against yourself, you can then deal with it after you feel into the thought to see where it comes from. How does it really make you feel? And second, after you deal with your self-talk, pay attention to your thoughts. Unless you live alone like me, which means I talk to myself a lot out loud, you may only think things. But your thoughts go a mile a minute. What are they saying and how do you judge yourself or stop yourself from what you want to do or what you want to say? Listen to yourself in your thoughts. Being uniquely you is not about hurting other people and saying anything just because you feel like it. It's about being the amazing person you are with all the bells and whistles, unrepentant, without excuses. Let me ask you this. Are you hiding who you are from people? Are you afraid of repercussions because you haven't told someone about who you truly are? How are you feeling about what's happening or not happening If you don't want to be the smart one and you're holding back because of your friends in school, where does that leave you in the future? Without a college education and without what you want to do in life because you held back and you got poor grades? If you're pretending to be different in your dating life or even in your married life, how does that make you feel? And can you maintain that way of life without either hating you or the other person? or becoming embittered that you got caught in this particular web? Are you gay and hiding it? You may have to ask yourself how you can go about being true to yourself without being in danger or damaging relationships. Ultimately, do you have to move or go somewhere friendlier to who you are in this lifetime? Can you live with the way you're living your life if you aren't allowing yourself to be the person you are at depth? That unique fantastic individual, that shining light. I'm not going to do a meditation today, surprise, surprise, but do one on your own and find the joy of being who you are. Be you. When you do the meditation, let go of whatever fears come up for the moment and sort of wallow in the feeling of who you are without it, without that fear or that limiting belief. Find the joy of connecting to source and living your perfect life, whatever that may be during the meditation. And when you come out of the meditation, realize what the fears are and work on them, either alone with a friend, a minister, a life coach, a therapist, or do what works best for you. But find a way to get back into that joy of being you and how that felt in that meditation. Being uniquely you is really about holding a mirror to yourself. Do you like what you see? Do you want to be different? And how do you want to be different? What's holding you back and how can you move forward? The gift you can give yourself of embracing who you are will shift those around you as well. So let's just say you need to be prepared for it. 
They may have you so locked into their labeling that when you learn to fly and be uniquely you, they may not be able to handle it. You may lose a connection with relatives, with your parents, your siblings, your friends, your job, but ultimately it's so worth it because when you feel like you're losing those things, other lighter and more fun and connected people and circumstances will start being attracted to you and your life will indeed change for the better after the initial, uh, (laughs) what the heck is happening kind of feeling, which you may get or you may not. But uh, I wanted to give you fair warning on that one. Before we go, I want to give you five affirmations you can use to talk to your subconscious if you find you're afraid to be your unique self. Currently, I'm doing the Joy Corner on YouTube, which are various affirmations that come out every Sunday, but today I've tailored them to accepting yourself and your uniqueness. Speaking to your subconscious is definitely a great way to move some of your beliefs and fears that limit you. I'll say each one twice in case you want to write it down, although you can go back and hear these again if you don't get them the first time, of course. The first one is, I accept myself and who I am at depth. I accept myself and who I am at depth. The second one is, I am uniquely me without excuses. I am uniquely me without excuses. The third one is, I am stepping into my glorious self right now and shine my light on the world. I am stepping into my glorious self right now and shine my light on the world. The fourth one is nice and short. I love who I am. You can add to that or not. I love who I am. And the last one is, I am unapologetically my true self. I am unapologetically my true self. If you don't like these, feel free to modify them all you want, but remember to use the four P's when you write them and you rewrite things. I've talked about these before and I'll just give you a quick overview. The four P's are my own design and they help me and my clients remember how to write affirmations or to rewrite them. The affirmations have to be, and the four P's are written in the present tense, no future, which a lot of people do. I will be, I am going to written in the present tense. Use a personal pronoun, number two, in the affirmation like I or my or me. Don't try and change someone else. We can't do it, (laughs) whether we want to or not. Can't do it. Just use a personal pronoun. Be positive, number three. Be careful of negative words like not and things that when you think about it, really look at it closely and say, is this even slightly negative and keep rewriting it until it feels totally 100% positive. And the fourth P is it has to be powerful to you, not to someone else, but it has to make you go, yes, this is the one I want to be when I grow up or in in a year or two from now. But then in order to shift our subconscious and kind of supercharge the result, as I always say, do them only once or twice a day, which means that each time you do it, Repeat the affirmation three to five times only and concentrate on one affirmation at first. Don't say a lot of different ones. You want to say it, feel it as though you're suspending that disbelief. It's happening right now, which why it has to be in the present tense. 
It has to feel right now. You breathe again. And the second time you breathe, you feel it through your entire body happening right this minute. And if you can carry it one more time, breathe it again and feel it again. And then say the affirmation. Like I say, three to five times. If it doesn't make you feel giddy, give you the shivers, or just feel totally powerful, rewrite the affirmation until it does using the four Ps. And affirmations, if they're done powerfully enough, can really shift your subconscious beliefs and those fears so that what you actually consciously want can start to happen in your life. This is one tool I like to use, but I've given you many over the years of different types of tools. Today, we've covered quite a bit on how labeling works and how to be uniquely you. We've gone over how labeling can make our brain feel good. And on the flip side, how it can mess with our self-confidence, how it can shape who we are and what we accomplish, how accepting ourselves can change our reality and the gift to give ourselves, how to be uniquely you without negative judgment or excuses. And of course, the five affirmations that you can use to feel comfortable being uniquely you. Whether you feel labeled in a negative way by others or don't think very highly of yourself, just know that under that layer is who you may be hiding, whether consciously or subconsciously. Don't worry that who's underneath you may not like or someone else may not like. Find a way to let go of the fears that hold you back from being who you are. Because of the people that are currently around you can't accept who you are, there are lots of others that will and be willing to embrace you. You are unique. You are fantastic, remarkable, and tremendous. There is only one you. Don't try to be anyone else or or try to fit into a label or pigeonhole that someone may be trying to push you into. If you are dying to be you, whatever that means to you, you first may have to figure out just what that means. But if you can quiet your mind and find a few moments to let whatever fears and limiting beliefs pop up, you'll know. You'll know that I'm right. And you can let your incredible, unique self shine. Thank you for joining me here today. If you'd like to know more about intuitive, spiritual, or life or business coaching with me or Marconic's multidimensional energy, please check out my website, connecttojoy.com, and follow me on Instagram, also at connecttojoy. That's connect the number two, joy, just like this show. And please subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is under my name, Carol DeShane, and still has two that come out every week. Until next week, be courageous and reach higher. Just take a breath and take a moment when you need it. Take one step at a time on your journey. Get the help you need and get out there and find your joy, and be your unique self, because you so deserve it. Thank you for listening to Connect to Joy. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Contact the host, Carol DeShane, with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to become a guest. And remember, Transformation is a journey and not an end destination. So be kind to yourself because you are already enough to have the joyful, limitless life that you desire.